It's Whitney. And Amanda. Welcome to Girls on Top. All right, everyone. We are back. Hello. We are back. And it's going to be an extra exciting episode today. It really is. We are so excited. We have a special guest and we've been kind of teasing you. And here we are. It's here. We're going to let you know who he is, Whitney. What's up, guys? Hey, it's Joseph. Do you want to introduce yourself and just kind of tell everyone a little bit about you? before we get into everything uh yeah sure um my name is actually joe i go by maverick 21 online i originally did that to kind of protect myself i guess but uh the funny part was everyone online everyone in public started calling me mav but that's actually my son's name so i had to yeah so my my son's name is maverick and he was born on the 21st of may so it's maverick 21 Oh, he's adorable, by the way. Thank you. He's a he's a handful. But yeah, people started calling me Mav. I'm like, well, this is getting weird. So we're just going to have to switch this up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. That like I totally get that because my first handle was my first and last name. And I was like, that was so stupid. Like, just I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, especially for a girl. So like I get where you're coming from just to like protect yourself and your privacy. But now with technology, I feel like people can find you. No people matter can what. find you no matter what. It got a like, little chaotic. People started to Google me whenever they found out. Whenever they found out my first name, um, I think it was a month later, my last name was leaked, and they found out the house I grew up in, like my parents' old address. Like, was this girls trying to find you? I have no idea. How do you? My phone how number do you was know? leaked. It was. It was rough. Oh my God, that's scary. So did you have to go into like protection mode? <laughs> a little bit. I, I kind of went a little more private, but um, I don't know. It, the, the chaos kind of wore off and um, and I kind of quit worrying about it. Yeah. Well, that, and I'm sure it's a little bit easier as a guy too. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. So you just told us you have a son. Do you want to give us a little bit more information just about yourself, what you do, and then we can get into things? Yeah. Let them know like what you do, how you got started. Cause some of these listeners have no idea who you are. Some of them are probably already following you. So let's just like give them the rundown. I have kind of an odd background. Um, I went to college for engineering and I worked in aerospace for about seven years. And decided to chase the money a little more. So I went into international sales through aerospace and security after that and kind of got into marketing, found a, found a skill there. And actually the only social media that I had prior to all of this was just extremely private between family, friends. And uh, during the COVID shutdown is when everyone was bored. Nobody could leave the house and Kind of just came up with some funny ideas to to throw online and see what happened. And one thing led to another, and here we are. Yeah. So you do Instagram and TikTok, correct? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. And you kind of blew up on TikTok first, right? And then slowly, it kind of everything was transitioning over to Instagram. Now you do both platforms. Yeah, yeah. I I always call TikTok like the most discoverable piece of marketing out there. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's where a lot of people really get their start on social media nowadays. And I used that to, to funnel my following into other platforms as well, just to, because we were never really sure about TikTok, how long it was going to last because it was so new. And of course there were, there were threats to shut it down and all those rumors. So I decided to kind of funnel things over to other platforms just to create a base of security for my following. That's yeah, so, so smart. So mm -hmm. smart. Never put your eggs in one basket. That's exactly. a tip of advice I give when anybody reaches out to me to ask just how to grow. It's good to post on multiple platforms. So would you say if you had to describe your content, your page, um, like what in a couple words, what would you say it is like relationship or just life or you know, lifestyle or what are you, what are you targeting mostly on your page? You feel like, uh, it depends on what the goal for the video is. Okay. If we're Fair. being honest and a lot of yeah. content creators will agree with this. If you feel like your analytics are down, you start going to more relatable content. People yeah. will want to share that, like that comment. Um, that's where I get a lot of my traction from. But then I kind of, once my numbers are back up, I lean back into what I'm kind of passionate about. And that's either inspiration by simple words or making people laugh and yeah. just yeah. And making someone's you're, day I better. would say your your reels are, generally speaking, like pretty funny. They yeah, they are funny. comedic relief to them. I feel like some of them, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so me. Like the car, one. <laughs> there's like the girls getting in the car. Like, yeah, my, my initial pretty success, funny ones. Yeah, my initial success on on TikTok was taking some sort of trending topic. Like, do you remember the the trend, the six feet tall and super strong? And there was guys like flexing with their shirts. Yeah, off. and then I did the pickle jar. I just found something that was exploding at the moment and just put a funny twist on it. Yeah. So like it and thirst traps were a big thing, of course. So people were waiting to see me flex with my shirt off and then yeah. boom, I hit them with the pickle jar and they start laughing. And that's 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 kind of where I found my little TikTok calling was just throwing a funny twist on some trending topics. Yeah. So would you say your audience is males, females, a mix <laughs> of both? Um, last time I looked, I think it's 86% male or I'm sorry, 86% female. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So do you, so you're divorced, correct? Mm -hmm. You've been divorced for how long? Four years now, I believe. Four years. Okay. So do you feel like being in the space of social media, being single, like post-divorce, is it? is like getting yourself back out and like dating again. Do you feel like social media kind of changed the game for you? Or do you feel like it was the same as dating like pre-marriage? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I've always had this saying that there are eight, 8 billion people on earth and 50% of those are women. So 4 billion women on earth how selfish would i be to believe the person i'm meant to be with is right down the street yeah and that has amplified since social media has become so big and i've created this following on social media so i do meet a lot of people all around the country currently dating someone from new york did um, you meet yeah. her through social media or through your platform she slid in my dms oh yeah. my gosh yeah 
And, that, um, good for her. Look at that. <laughs> she did it. So she slid in your DMs. I love mm -hmm. it. Savage. I love it. Yeah, I, it. Amanda, have you ever slid into a guy's DMs? I have not. I, I mean, not like with intentions of like trying to date them. Maybe him. like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like more business yeah. side or something. But right. Not, yeah, no. I, I haven't either. So good for her. She's brave. Maybe like, we'll add yeah. that to our goals for 2024. <laughs> yes, men men do like bold. I will speak for all men when I say that. We do like bold. You like so, bold? Mm -hmm. So like before, okay, so you were divorced and then were you kind of riding the single wave until you met her or have you had multiple relationships or kind of just like fling things throughout? Like is she kind of your first serious girlfriend since divorce? No. There were never any flings. I'm, if I'm single, I'm not really a fling guy. I almost okay. going into numb mode, what I would call it. Yeah. Where just everything's kind of numb to me. I'm not really attracted to other women. I don't really go out and go to bars and go to clubs. If I do, I'll, I'll go out with my guy friends with no intention of that. It's just to have a good time and, and relax. But I did date one since the divorce. Um, that was, a little over a year and she did not like my social media did not like the attention um oh, shoot. So i can relate always, to that it makes yeah, it was dating hard <laughs> i had Do a lot of people like, like oh, say that again i had a lot of people that i reached out to for advice um who who were also content creators and everyone it was, it was kind of a mutual understanding that it's very hard to date someone who's not in the same space when yeah. it comes to social media, because as much as they will say that they understand what we're doing and why we do things, because everything's calculated, every single post, every conversation, every comment, like response, everything's very calculated when it comes to when it when it becomes a job, really. Right. So it was hard for them to understand or separate the, hey, are you are you entertaining this by liking or responding to this comment or are you, or is there a purpose behind this? Yeah. Yeah. I, I fully agree with that. And I, like you said, like be even trying to like put yourself out and like, you know, first, second date, trying to explain your job to somebody who's not in the same space. I mean, I feel like that even kind of gives you a different perspective because they just, they don't get it. Mm -hmm. Well, and to them, like social media is just entertainment. And so like right. when we look at it as our job, the way we, you know, feed our kids, pay our bills, we don't look at it as entertainment. So in, you can never really shut it off. Like I always say, it's not an eight to five job. It's like you may be responding or checking email or getting back to a company or whatever not at 10 o'clock at night and my past relationship, I also feel like there was a lot of insecurities that came out in him because of that, because he was always worried, is someone in your DMs? Like, is someone going to like try to take you away? And as much as you can probably like try to give her validation and make her feel like safe, it's their own insecurities that they need to deal with. So ultimately, you feel like that's what broke you guys up. Yeah, Probably. yeah, I think so. Okay. It was it was a it was a very big issue, and my response was always, 
I've been doing this long enough. You, once you blow up on social media, you kind of go through that high of, hey, I think I'm somebody for a little bit. And then you realize there's a lot of us. And um, yeah. and the the DM requests, the the comments, the likes, the attention you get, it it doesn't phase me. It, it hasn't for a very long time because you know if if someone ever became an issue, meaning like oh what's this comment? Uh, you know my response was what do you what am I supposed to do about this? Like do you think Karen from South Dakota is is gonna show up at my door because she you know, says I look good in this video. It's yeah. 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 And so you have how to do have you a lot handle... of trust. Uh, yeah. Agreed. So, so in your relationship that you're in now, would you say that you like had those conversations before entering into the relationship or what did you do differently from your last relationship to this one? I, I had the same conversation, I think, and I learned a lot of things through my last relationship, but I think I did have the same conversation. The separation is this one is, in my opinion, I don't mean to to dog anybody, but in my opinion, I think this one has a little more self-confidence and, um, and I've, I've built a, a very high level of trust with her. So it, it's, it's just the conversation of, Hey, I, I you need to know yeah, I, I know you've seen, you've slid my DMs. I know you've seen everything, but dating me is a completely different story and dealing with it every single day and every night. You need to understand that I'm not an easy person to be with. Like, I will make it as simple and as easy as I possibly can be based off of my character and my morals. But the outside things that I can't control will make it harder. Yeah, you have to block out that outside noise. And I think, a lot of people struggle with that mm-hmm. and they let that flow into their relationship and then they build these yeah insecurities and becomes arguments and fighting so with your new relationship which she is darling i've um checked out her page she is, seems awesome. like a, a great she's, girl she's so stunning happy happy for you um does she do, I mean, like she has a social media page and such. Is she more doing hers for fun or does she use it for work also? Because does that, you know, having, being in a relationship with someone else that kind of uses it, uses it for work would make things a little bit easier maybe. Yeah, she she has a personal page where she uploads pictures of her yeah. and the dogs and, and some family content. But she also has a professional page because she is a she's a makeup artist out of New York City. Yes. And um, I mean, the network that she has built in that community and the accolades that she has, it makes me look puny. <laughs> I am so, like I'm wildly impressed by this woman. It's it's unbelievable. Um like it's it's every other day there she gets some email from some New York City award and I'm just over here like well you know I got 150,000 views and blah 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 yeah <laughs> so it's like nothing it's nothing well That's I love so that. amazing to hear that you can say you're proud of that and like you know she's accomplished in a sense you feel like a little bit more than you have because so many men aren't confident enough to say that about the female that's sitting next to them. So that's honestly so refreshing. 
Yeah, I I look at I look at some of my content and I see oh it's it's funny it's relatable and and a lot of people like it and then I see some of hers and now like how well it's shot and she doesn't do this for a living she just does it to have her professional page and I see some of this content and I'm blown away I'm like there you you need more followers than me like your content's better than mine <laughs> well and we were just and I I guess I haven't checked out her professional page but her personal page I did um I'll have to check that out but um. We just talked about this. It is so hard to grow on social media now. It is like a grind. You have to really be on it every day. And um, so, I mean, she can have amazing content. The person next to me can, but it's it's kind of like you got to get that lucky ticket and then you got to keep going and grinding at it. And a lot of people just can't hold out that long. Not saying she'll be one of them because she's obviously super successful, but in general, social media is just totally different. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's definitely a wave. It's a wave inside of a wave. It's, um, I always tell people once you find what works for you, ride it until it runs out. Yeah. Yeah, that's great advice because I mean, and it's always evolving. That's a thing. So it's like just when you think you have it figured out, something changes. So then you have to start not back at square one, but kind of start over and figure out what's going to work for you now because what was working before isn't working anymore. Agreed. Absolutely agree. And it's it's kind of hard to do it on your own now. A lot of people are with agencies and I I haven't had an agency represent me. I I started my own and I do my best for for my clients, but to do it on your own, it is a full-time job. You you have to pay attention to your analytics from from hour to hour almost. Yeah. And and really kind of be strategic about everything you do. Yeah, and even like I I've had an agent now since well almost a year and even still having her it's like I, it's still my full-time thing and it's a non-stop grind a non-stop grind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's my dream to ha- be doing this full-time but right now <laughs> I'm like I'm always telling Whitney like I need more time in the day because I have two other jobs right now and that I love and I'm just kind of slowly being like, okay, I don't want to jump all the way in because I need to have like that stability. But I do know that once you do jump all the way in and dedicate the time, like it does pay off, but it is super scary because people don't realize like how much energy you put into sometimes making just one video, editing it, getting it up, engaging. Like it's not just you know, and for us, like we do brand collab. So it's like pitching yourself. You're, you know, you're trying to sell yourself to these companies and it can be hard. I think brand collabs are the only videos that I take my time on. People are like, I don't know if people are going to be surprised or not, but a lot of my videos that I post on TikTok or the reels that I post on Instagram, I spend maybe three minutes on and I look at it like, eh, it's good enough and just post it. Well, it helps when you have a pretty face. You can just throw it out there and it's good. (laughs) So many people say that, though, like the videos that they spend less than five minutes on are always the one that ones that do the best. And then the ones you spend hours and hours are the ones that flop. Yeah, you look at some that are like beautifully edited and people are using mirrorless cameras and and spending a lot of time like perfecting the video. Yeah, it'll it'll get, you know, maybe a million views and then one will go for 12 million. And it's just a girl with a song playing, staring at the camera. 
I right? know. It's like, what the you heck? Think that goes back to people want more authenticity. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't say that word right now. But you know what I'm trying to say? They want that more than like the curated lifestyle. Like, um, A lot of it is oversaturated, but I... I tell people this all the time and I tell people this is why I haven't I know why I don't have a million followers on TikTok where I'm just hovering around like 250,000 something around there. I still do a lot of funny trending topics, relatable stuff, but to really break through that ceiling of you know, big creator to fame you have to get people invested in you, not just your videos. Yeah. You want people checking in on your life, your personal life, what's going on with you, who you're dating. Like they you you want the nitty gritty. Yeah. You need them to be in love. Well, not even in love. You want them to be interested or hating you and not just your videos. That's that's so true. I would say Whitney and I learned that just, you know, we've had our podcast for a year and we've both really, really opened up on past episodes about our life, um, shared a lot of hard things. And, you know, we both live in smaller towns, which makes it 10 times harder because everyone's staring. You grew up in a small town. Everyone's Mm -hmm. staring at you, watching every move. And then when you put everything out on social media, you walk to, you go to the grocery store and everyone's, you feel like talking about you, but I'm not, you know, you have to just move past that and just do you and live you and not worry about other people. But I also agree. You have to have your own boundaries with your personal relationships and your kiddos. It's like, how much do I share? Um, is my spouse or the person I'm with comfortable with me filming them or doing little lives with them and you know, a part of it because I've seen so many content creators where they have a spouse or a boyfriend, girlfriend, and I've never seen them post about them or share them because I'm assuming their significant other doesn't want anything to do with it. But to get to the next level, I I do agree. Like you have to almost expose more it's like a reality show. They want, they want that. Say, yeah, yeah. You basically have to create a 24 seven reality show for people to be invested in you to that yeah. extent that you want them to be. Yeah, I agree. And, um, look at Katie, uh, Demps. I'm sure you guys probably yeah. follow her from Nashville. Once she yeah. started going, uh, personal and doing her day to day vlogs, that's when really, really people got invested. Um, and she's doing amazing things in Nashville now. A lot of uh, a lot of opportunities and doors have opened for her. Yeah, and I I so Whitney and I are both single right now, and we we're just kind of trying to navigate through this time in our life, and we're just kind of enjoying it, putting a lot of our energy into our career, and um, being open minded about that. But I do think that finding someone like you had said, that's so awesome that you found someone that supports your career, who wants to be your hype person. Um, But I think as women, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe this is me being like, this is a double standard, but I feel like men get a little bit more insecure about what we do, but maybe you're going to sit there and say women do. I don't know. What do you think? Because a lot of women are on social media and they're pretty like, 
savvy and good about it and like kind of know it a little bit better where some men like barely have Facebook that you meet, you know, they're, you know, (laughs) it's like kind of a difficult little thing to navigate sometimes. I, it's, I would say each individual, they're different based on their own character. I wouldn't say men versus women on this. I know a lot of men who are content creators who aren't trustworthy in a relationship and women as well. So I think it's just based off of personal character. Um, I have, I have no trust issues in, in my relationship. I know she doesn't quite have the following that I have. I'm hoping she does because she deserves it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know that I could compare women to men in that aspect. Fair. Yeah. Do you feel like social media has um, created this, this cheating issue more so like since that came about versus before social media was a thing? Yes. Very much. Yes. I That's think. one of our biggest questions we get asked. Yeah, we get asked that all the time, like cheating and like do you have do you have any like further insight into that or like I don't know if you saw it, but like I posted a reel about like married men sliding into my DMs and there's married men commenting on it, like mad at me for sharing that. So just um, curious, like a male's perspective, like is there Is there something about like social media and making it easier or why do you think that that is, is such a prevalent thing now? Social media makes people more accessible. Yeah. So if you, if you go on Google right now and just Google image search, beautiful women, you're going to have a million pop up. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you know that person's name and have access to messaging them, it creates a different story. So, uh, yeah, I think I think social media is a very dangerous thing for relationships. And again, it's it's very much based on personal character. I, that's what everything comes down to. It, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter how if something's going to happen, it's going to happen based off of that person, not based off of their, their career media. in yeah. any way shape or form because i mean mm-hmm. i've heard like terrible things about surgeons too and i'm sure they're not all bad they don't all cheat but they're they just have a reputation of being that way so yeah i i would agree with you it is based on your morals and your values not necessarily your career however being in the space of sh- social media the temptation is maybe there more so than other careers just because we're more available mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I I think it is because we're all more available and and you know you could go to someone's Instagram page and just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and develop this what you would call I guess a crush, an internet crush, and and it takes one button just to try to message them and see what happens. Oh yeah, Whitney's yeah. had one of those for like a year. He just keeps coming back. <laughs> oh, we love those. He's like- <laughs> We love those. He's great. He just says, hi, how are you? <laughs> I, I love that he's, for him, though. He's very persistent. He is very persistent. Okay, so don't hate us for asking this, but I'm going to ask it. You know, you said mm-hmm. you're an open book. Open book. Um, 
have you ever cheated in a relationship? And I have I have made that mistake, yes. Okay. Good good for you for being honest. I love that. Um physical or emotional, or do you feel like it was both? Um, I think it was strictly a lust thing. Okay. Strictly physical. And I was I was I want to say young man, but I was a kid. I still had a kid's mentality. Yeah. I didn't, I was in a very selfish phase in my life where I didn't really take others' feelings as, as a very serious thing to me. Um, and it was almost like out of sight, out of mind. It wasn't that I thought I could get away with it. It was my mind just went blank. And, yeah. um, and it did, it cost me the relationship and a lot of heartache on my end, which was, in my opinion, deserved. Um, was, can I ask, was this your marriage? Is this why you're divorced? No. no. Okay. No, that, well, we won't go there. Yeah, we don't need to. Um, <laughs> no, that was a, that was a different reason, not on my part. Um, but, yeah, it that was a mistake that I made. And, so, and, would you uh, say that after that you put in the work? Then, like, what did you do to learn from that and grow from that so you don't do it again? Because I'm assuming now you don't believe in the once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't believe in that at all. Okay, so what what did you do to to better yourself, to learn and grow and evolve? I think in that time, and I went to therapy for this too. I think in that time, Kudos. I was. I would thank you. I was um I was very focused on myself and not in I don't mean like self-healing or or self-happiness it was just it was a very selfish phase of my life and I after the fact of course everything I went through the pain that I went through because and this is this my people might not like this reaction but the pain that I went through knowing that I caused this and I caused someone else heartache and pain and, and, and myself on top of it and living with it every day, knowing that I was the cause of this, that's what changed me. And it, it wasn't a, Hey, I'm just going to get over this and go out and hang out with the guys and party and blah, 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 blah. That's not how I operate. I isolate myself when, I go into a mode like that. So that's that really big of you to say. Um, and I feel like most men are not like that. Again, like I'm not going to like throw every guy under the bus. But in my experience, I've never had a man kind of reflect and change and want to do better and be better like that. So good for you on that. Um, that takes a lot. And feel your feels and realize, you know, that you fucked up. Right. And so my next question is, I feel like 90% of men will, I feel like women have really good intuition. Most of <laughs> us do. Yes. And like, I knew when I was being cheated on, like I kept asking and asking and it was like denial, 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 like gaslighting. And I never did get like the truth. Do you know, you know, and like he never oh, yeah, just admitted it. Did you admit it to her or were you just like down the road told her just it just she assumed? Mm -mm. No, I admitted it. Okay. Um, I could tell something was off 
Yeah. And for all the men listening, women's intuition never lies. They know. They know. know. When you admitted it, did she ask you or you started the conversation? I started the conversation. Okay. Well, you're just a rare for that. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. You're just really rare. At least we don't have these kind of men in the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) Must be an Ohio thing. (laughs) Must be. (laughs) Okay. For the women then, do you have any tips or advice or anything for us girls that we can ask men to kind of like weed out the ones that have the traits of like being a cheater, not being in a good, healthy place for a good relationship. Cause obviously I feel like you've been on both sides of the coin. Yeah. I, so what you brought up before, sorry to backtrack what you brought up before about, did I bring up the conversation in one of my very, very, the most serious relationship, wink, wink. Um, I had to emotionally back that person into a corner before the truth came out because I had already knew it. So she was cheating on you? Yeah. And I I knew the truth, but she made me doubt myself and my own facts. But since I already knew it, I had the proof. I had everything. Still deny, still deny, still deny. Eventually, like I said, I emotionally backed her into a corner where there was nowhere else to go but tell me the truth. And yeah. yeah, that's when she did. Did it make wow. you feel better knowing the truth? Um, no, because of the process that the truth came out. Yeah, how how it went about. Yeah, it. it people, a lot of people, just it's de- deny, deny, deny. That you, you. So you believe in women's intuition that, like, we have pretty good dang intuition, and that. Guys should just be honest, especially if we're asking you like, hey, are you cheating? I have this feeling that you are. Something's going on. Yes. I firmly believe women are beautiful, beautiful witches. They somehow know (laughs) everything at all times. That is the smartest thing you've ever said in your life. (laughs) Well, not just women, but men. Like, be honest. Like, do you have the intuition like you... Like, did you get that feeling like something was off? Yeah. I, I mean, I think everyone really has it. I can walk into a room and tell when the energy's off. Oh, yeah. And something's going on. And I'm not one to I'm not one to press an issue. If if someone needs some time to think about something before they say it, I'll give them that. But I can always tell when something's going on. Do you yeah. think everybody has that ability or do just certain people have that? Because I feel like like Amanda and I, I know we both have that. You just said that you have that too, Joe. But it's like, does everyone have that gut feeling or do some people lack that? I've always wondered that. I don't know. I mean, I can I can speak for myself and every girlfriend I've ever dated. So we're batting a thousand right now. Um, <laughs> anyone else? I have I have no idea if they can feel it too. I don't know. I yeah. kind of feel like some people can't. They just live in their own world. And I don't want to say like it's them being, what is it? Ignorance is bliss. Just kind of like, like whatever, you know, they don't want to like 
really think more into things. And I even have friends where I, you know, say ditzy or whatever, like they're not really ditzy, but they kind of just live in this la la land. And sometimes like I have to point things out to them like, oh, that's what she probably meant or, oh, she wasn't really being nice. She was being bitchy to me, like where some people just can like feel that energy and that vibe right away. Um, Well, maybe some of it's just self-awareness too. Yeah, self-awareness. And I think like once you like trigger and like, um, I know, Joe, you love crystals. So once you like... For for the ones that don't know this, he was say, he had a video about all the crystals. Um, when did you post that? Just a couple of days ago, probably. Yeah, a couple of days ago. But once you like tap into your intuition and like really listen to what your gut's telling you, I think then you're like it's like an awakening. And everyone probably has it, but not everyone's tapped into it right away or yet, maybe. That's I true. Thought. I still believe that is human nature and not crystals, but hey, you know, <laughs> each their own. I'll send Maybe you some a little crystals. bit of both. Okay, send me some. I'll send I you will. Words. I'll send you some crystals. Just give me, don't have to give me your address because I'll just Google stock you. Yeah, there we go. That'll work. You'll find right. me. Okay, um, should we get into some audience questions now? Yes. Just to kind of wrap things up, we put questions up on our personal pages and our girls on top page. So, we have kind of questions all over the map. Um, Amanda, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I can start. So one of my uh, followers asked, what makes a girl slutty? <laughs>, <laughs> he laughs. <laughs> um, it's I think it's just actions. Because I would never, I would never consider a girl slutty based off of what she wears. If, if she wants to wear something, and I learned this a long time ago, women mostly wear things to impress themselves and other women before men. Yep. So, round of applause for that comment in itself. As long as men understand that, I think the whole slutty comment goes out the window. Uh, I think it's, I think it's just actions. I think it's, I think it's character. Um, I've so like it, what what would be actions that would define a girl as slutty then in your opinion? Um, being in a relationship or being committed to someone. They don't even have to be in a relationship. It could be in the talking phase, and if they have the character that tells them, "Hey, I'm going to be committed to someone that I'm talking to, even though we're not exclusive," and they go entertain other people. This goes for men too. I think that. Could qualify as slutty? Not necessarily like body count. Uh I feel like if you're doing what I just said, I yeah. I wanna say body count is probably gonna play a factor in that too. So they're like sleeping with and talking to multiple people is what you're saying. Yes. They're okay. hauling around. Well, that is another like stem off of that real quickly. So I feel like there's a double standard on this. We've asked a lot of men and a lot of men say that, let's say a women, a woman's body count is 50. I feel like that's freaking high, but whatever, not judging anyone is listening. And a guy's is 50. It's different for a guy. It's like more okay for a guy to have slept with more people than for a woman. Do you feel like, what'd you say? 
I don't agree with that. I don't think it's okay, or I don't think it changes things. Okay. I know that's a very, for a lot of people, that's a very middle school mentality. It's like, oh, okay. yeah, I'm getting all these girls and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, you're the man, high five in the hallway. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, I think a lot of women nowadays lose respect for the men who have that high body count and continue yeah. to. Yeah, I would agree with it. that. It's an because it, I don't want to be with a man that's slept with fifty women. That's gross. It's a yeah. gross. It's it's the I think the most attractive people are the ones that are harder to get with, and not necessarily for the chase, but it shows how much self respect they do have. Yeah, and, and I would say that's a comment that like a high value man would have. Because you want to get somebody that's not been with everybody. She's not easy to get versus the girl that's been with everyone. Mm-hmm. And for the girl, a high value woman. Because like, I don't want to be with a guy that's sleeping with everyone. No, ew. Yeah. I, so maybe it's not gender specific. It's more just, again, going back to your morals and your values. Yeah, I don't think anything's really gender specific anymore. I think I think we're just human beings and it's all based on human character and human values and and how you were raised and how you how you carry yourself as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that perspective. I do. Okay, this is a little bit of a different question completely going off topic here. But why do men think it's okay to catcall women? <laughs> <laughs> again he laughs you're talking to a guy with some very wild dms um why do they think it's okay yeah or like why why do men do that i think it maybe worked for them the first or second time and they thought oh well let's just keep it going and they just and they start to try to elevate their taste and that's when they run into a wall where they find an actual woman who is a higher quality than than, than the, the last ones. one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. I think that I think that train stops pretty quick. Have you ever sent a dick pic? No, oh boy. But but like, okay, first of all, you can say yeah because of I was in a relationship, or just like a random one, like. <laughs> because trust me, like guys will do that. They'll just like here you go, and you didn't even ask for it. All right, guys have done that to me. Oh my what? god! No, I have. Yeah, I have message requests from men too. Yeah, stop. Yeah, a lot. You're just um, a man in high demand. It's it was it's a very new thing for me. <laughs> so wait, wait w- was there a conversation, or you just slid in with the dick pic? But wait, me like when I yeah. slid in? Yeah, no, uh, the guy that slid into oh. yours. Were you talk like? Did you have any conversation with him, or he just slid in with the dick pic? <laughs> so we have this thing where when I go to Nashville, I'll meet up with my friends, and the first thing we do is go to a bar. We order tequila shots, a beer, and we open my message requests, and we just see how what how happens. They are. <laughs> yeah, and that's typically how we find them. Okay. And uh, we just go through message requests and it says something like image. And we're like, okay, prepare yourself. <laughs> oh, and then bang, there it. it is. It's always awkward when there's no words. It says image request. I like very mm-hmm. rarely open those because I get scared. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Found out that's a, that's a very new thing in my life. Oh my gosh. That's that hilarious. is awesome. I love it. Um, have you sent one without someone asking? 
No. Unsolicited. Have no. you sent one because someone asked? Yes. Okay. Fair. If it's, okay. it has to be the 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 right person. Be there. The conversation has to be going that direction. It has you to make just, sense. You know, yeah. Like in the sense. context of. But yeah, for all the men out there, make sure it's tasteful. Don't just be weird about it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So this is kind of spinning off of that. Have you ever thought about another woman during sex with the person you're in a relationship with? Nope. Oh, wow. Never. Never. Not even like a famous person or. I don't have any celebrity crushes. Okay. I never. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Never okay. have. Okay. Okay. In your opinion, what makes sex good? Like, is it more physical fun or like you want that emotional intimacy, like love making vibe? Depends on the mood. Um, there are times where it's like, hey, let's let's get really physical where it's just rough right and then there's yeah. sometimes where it's hey let's slow it down more passionate connection um yeah and it's all fun so do you feel like that's important to have both in a relationship like a physical connection and emotional well like during or sex like there's sex. some people that it's like we do missionary just like emotional like i love you and that's all they do but do you feel like it's important to have like the fun, like, can be open minded, like, make love and fuck. If you, yeah, will. you gotta have both. Yeah, yeah. You okay. gotta, like, you gotta yeah. have that that you know Saturday morning making breakfast in the kitchen, and it's go time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Whenever the that's that's an exciting thing about a relationship where two people are like really, really connected physically. Whenever that mood sparks, it's like, okay, let's go. Yeah, Just, we will find a way. So do you need the physical and the emotional connection or for you, is it more physical? Mm, I, I want to say a combination. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really, I can't really go one way on that. It, it's a, it's a combination, but when it is very, when the chemistry is really, really there during that time, mm -hmm. that's when it's the best. Agreed. Yeah. Like, having sex with a stranger and you like, I mean, there can be super hot, but if there's no like emotional connection, it's like blah, like mm -hmm. it's not as good not as the same. If, right. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Um, okay. Implants or natural. Hmm. Oh boy. Um, he's like, I don't want to get in trouble. How do I answer? <laughs> both. I've experienced both. Um, uh, There's no right or wrong joke. The, That's just a rapid fire one. It's a, uh, um, yeah, just boobs. Yay. <laughs> so you're a boob guy, not a butt guy. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, okay. a, I'm like, I'm the minority nowadays. Well, now we have to add in feet because feet guys are yeah, a thing. Never been. Never the feet been. guys are a different caliber of men, though, I feel like. And they <laughs> are probably the ones also sending the dick pics unsolicited. Yeah, I don't so, I don't get it. I know people have yeah. their, like, fetishes, but feet has never been. Feet no. are disgusting. Yeah. 
What? Um, oh, you have go ahead, rapid. Amanda. I was going to ask this quick question before we get into rapid. Um, what do you think is the number one red flag in a relationship that happens before someone steps out and cheats? Like what goes down the shitter right away that you're like, okay, that's why they did it. Um, or what made you do that? I initially want to say communication. Like when the communication starts lacking. Um, I, man, I, I would have to say communication. And there has to be, I experienced this, there has to be mutual respect in a relationship. Like from the start. If, if whether it's a man going out and working his butt off to provide for his family or it's a woman going out or staying at home working her butt off, it, like m- my situation was I was working full time and she was a stay-at-home mom. And I worked my butt off to provide her the family. She worked her butt off at home because we had a young son and it's a full-time freaking job. So kudos yeah. to you stay-at-home moms. I, you, that's rough. Um, but there was a very large gap of respect. Um, would you say that that's how a man feels love is through respect? No, not I, everyone has their love language, right? So I would say mine's more, um, physical touch and words of affirmation. So if I get home and my girlfriend or wife or whoever says, Hey, I love you. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. My day turns around. Yeah. That's, uh, it's it's incredible. That's mine too. I need touch. I'm like, touch me as much as you can. Mm-hmm. I love me some touch. And I love that you love and know your love languages because I do think if people are not aware of them, they need to learn them because those are big, big in a relationship. And yeah, kids. it's it's great to know them and communicate that. Mm-hmm. Just tell tell your person like what you need to to feel good at home. Right. Yeah. Well, not only that, but show your partner love how they need to yes. be shown love, yeah. not how you need to be shown love. That's so important too. Right. Yeah, exactly. So do you know your attachment style? I don't even know what that is. <gasps> okay. We'll have to send what? you guys. You okay, and- stop. You were like the perfect guy, but now we have to knock it down a notch. Okay, hold on. Give me a quick explanation. It's 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 how you attachment style is how you are in a relationship, just like how you attach yourself to someone. And um, it usually comes from childhood. childhood. Like yeah, and as early as like six months to two years is when you develop how you attach to re- people in relationships. But you can yeah. obviously change this attachment style yeah. to based off of like personal growth and relationships. We're going to send you the quiz after Yeah, this. we'll send you the quiz. You and your girlfriend can both take it. That's deep. Okay. I love it. Okay. Rapid, rapid questions. Let's give them some rapid okay, questions. Okay. Hold on. I want to ask them one more question. Oh, yeah. Do you think that follower ratio matters if it's somebody that's not an influencer? matters how like so you said earlier how many people are in the world like however many billions so like obviously 50 percent male 50 percent female give or take a little bit so like my opinion on this is and this is a follower question but 
their following should be, you know, somewhat 50% female, 50% male. And if you go and you're like potentially talking to this guy and he's following, say, 95% females, is that a red flag? And he's not an influencer. He's like yeah. a banker. He's just and a, he does- a, a normal dude. He's, yeah. yeah, this doesn't apply to, to influencers. Okay. So in a relationship, you mean? Yeah. Or like a potential relationship, somebody that you're talking to. Um, I think, I think their following list does say something about them. Yeah. Um, I have a personal Instagram account and I think most of the things that I follow are like exotic cars and hunting and just guy stuff. Um, I think that does speak on what they're interested in or what they like to see uh it's yeah i think it i think there's a big difference between being an influencer and doing something for strategy and planting seeds with people and stuff like that right it's very different than you guys are making me feel stupid right now why i missed the red flags what do you mean i missed the red flags in my last relationship remember all the girls oh yeah we've Mm. all missed red flags before Ah, but we learn and grow and do better next time i know yeah advice for the men out there too if you're on instagram and you're scrolling and you see and you're in a relationship and you see a woman who might be pretty in that bikini it's okay to scroll by and not like it yes you don't have to like every girl's photo it's also okay to not follow her account it is And to me, like if I go to your following list and it's like celebrities and supermodels, I'm actually like, okay, whatever. Like that's probably not tangible for you. But if it's like (laughs) random, like honestly, that doesn't bother me as much. But if it's like just like normal girls and every time I'm like, who are these girls? You followed like 20 new girls. Oh, I knew them in college. It's like, yeah, okay, stop. Mm -hmm. Like I, the the normal girls are the ones you have to be worried about. I don't have to I be think worried it's all about Giselle. It all tells you something well, though. Yeah, but like, dude, is Giselle really gonna friend him back? Or Giselle, what's her name? You know what but I mean. But it, it's not even about the girl though. It's about the guy that you're yeah. potentially dating. And that's I get like it. His, yeah. yeah. But like a celebrity crush that you're following or something like that's, you know. Def- a little different. A little different. Yeah, Agree. Wait, I'm gonna fire back. Who are your okay. celebrity crushes? Oh, I don't know. I don't really, honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like I don't really have a celebrity crush anymore. Mine's Matt Reif, but I don't even know if he'd be considered a celebrity. I just think he's so funny and he's hot, but he's like also 25. So he's from Ohio. Yeah. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He's, he's hilarious. Well, and he's dating some girl now too. She's cute. She's a, not a mom though no she's not a mom oh my god yeah because before her he was dating kate beckinsale yeah she there know. had to be like a serious age gap there too now i'm like i just have to like figure out like which celebrities are like just like like going off of looks i used to think zach efron was really cute but i don't think he's very tall like is he like maybe five foot i feel like someone told me once he was short Five feet, that is really short. But so, yeah. okay, so should we do some rapid fire quick and then Let's we go. will wrap this up? Hit me with yeah. Okay. Should a man pay for the first date? Yes. 
Uh, we just talked about this, but butter boobs. Boobs. Uh, blonde or brunette? Both. Both. <laughs> Red. Uh, Coke, Diet Coke. Coke. First date, dinner or drinks? Both. Oh. Love that. Podcast or music? Podcast, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Good answer. Beer or cocktail? Mm, depends on what we're doing. So both if, again. If we're if we're at the lake, we're having a beer. If we're sitting around a fire, it's bourbon or scotch. Okay. What about okay. hunting or fishing? Oh, both. Don't yeah. Can't ask me that. Wait. Gotta hold are up you, a beer with that fish picture. Are you mm -hmm. holding up <laughs> dead? Do you have dead animals in your house right now? Not currently. They are in the garage. Oh, perfect. Okay. Right where they belong. Yep. <laughs> We love that for you. Well, thanks so much, Joe. We appreciate you being here with us. And I'm sure the girls are going to love this episode and the guys. There's some stuff to take away for the guys, too. Absolutely. We will share um, his handles with you guys. Yeah. Joe, do you want to let people know where to find you on social media quick? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, across all socials, it's Maverick21, M-A-V-R-I-K. Uh, there's a lot of fake accounts out there, unfortunately. So just look for the verification on Instagram and then um, you'll find me on TikTok. Awesome. Well, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Awesome. Yeah, Bye. guys. thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, this is great. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next Bye. week. See you next week. Until next week. <laughs> <laughs>